You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have an exciting show (coughs) planned for you today. Nima Dogbanden is our guest. He is the CEO of Lightning Docs. Nima, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for having me. So let's start at the beginning. Can you explain your motivation or the story behind the starting of this business? Sure. So for those that are watching live, this is somewhere here. Uh, I can't tell what the, what the uh, reverse image is, but, uh, but I'm wearing a shirt that says Jirasi on it. And I'm a uh, partner with a law firm called Jirasi Law Firm. Uh, our practice revolved around writing, or my practice specifically revolved around writing loan documents. And so, um, uh, and, and not only loan documents, we're writing them uh, on a national basis. And so to do that, um, we needed to be able to uh, consistently write them and do that through software. Um, so we weren't committing malpractice, right? And that was, it was really solving an internal law firm need. Uh, and, and from that, we ended up developing a really unique piece of software that can actually write loan documents all throughout the country that is what Lightning Docs is. So uh, we actually created a byproduct by accident. Uh, we license that byproduct to our clients now, and they can write loan documents without the use of our law firm. Uh, but that's the the origin of, of what is Lightning Docs and how it got created. And how did you get selected or did you volunteer for this role as CEO? Um, so it's interesting because I was just an attorney and still am, uh, that was writing loan documents, but I also was always kind of the troubleshooter, you know, like I was the person that people would go to and like, Hey, like my computer's not working or, you know, and I'm like, have you tried resetting it? (laughs) And, uh, uh, and so I was always kind of, you know, uh, uh, tech forward and, 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 and early adopter of technology. Um, and so I, you know, on my weekends as an, a lawyer, I, I kept trying to figure out like this, you know, how do I, 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 I played with other kind of um, automated technologies, you know, as basic as like using like a mail merge with an Excel spreadsheet and a Word document, that kind of stuff. And just looked into other software and started dabbling and started writing a little bit of the code and, and, it, and it came pretty naturally. And, hmm. and, um, and I just kind of, it, a lot of coding particularly is, is mathematically inclined. And I've always had a really strong math background. Um, which is pretty rare for lawyers. And so I, I was able to kind of pair up my legal knowledge with a equation-based thinking. Um, and it's worked out really well. That's, that's effectively what, you know, legal automation does is, is, is can you write consistent um, business logic into documents that will always apply? Um, and so, you know, it, it worked out really well. And so tell me, how long ago did your firm launch Lightning Docs? Yeah, so we started, I think our very first client was in 2018. Um, and, um, but it, it was, I think at that part, probably at the end of 2018, we may have had three clients, something like that. It, it was really a, a test case. But, it, but the good thing is that that first client was also our largest client of the firm. Oh. So that helped out. That really got us, you know, to advance the product very quickly because we needed to make that client very happy. So how long after that did you did you feel this was a 
product that was going to survive. How did when did your confidence get built that yeah this was actually a a business opportunity for the firm? So first it got decimated because in the pandemic, um, our business and the, and Lightning Doc specifically probably went down almost eighty percent. Mm. Um, as you can imagine, there was paralysis in the real estate market in March, April, and May because no one knew what was going to happen. We didn't know if housing prices were going to fall. We had no. There really was just a black hole. And as you, you know, you can't, you couldn't really buy a house even, right? Because there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, the, we, we weren't allowed into each other's homes at that point. And so you had all of these really weird things happening. And so no one knew what that was going to happen in the real estate industry. Um, and so um, that just brought down volumes to almost nothing. Hmm. But what happened from that point was that, as you call, similarly, what's happened in real estate, right, in the past two years was massive, massive, massive home price appreciation, which has had trickle down effect for anyone involved in real estate. And I'm in, in real estate finance, which is no different. So we've been the beneficiary of a tidal wave for the past couple of years. Uh, and so, you know, from that very, very bottom, you know, we've experienced, you know, hundred, hundreds of percent year growth uh, and annualized basis. You know, I think it was 300% in 2020 and then another 300% in 2021. So just massive growth upon growth each year. Uh, and now where we sit, there's diversification within the clients, right? So we're not as, you know, I'm not worried about losing that one client <laughs> anymore. Um, we, we, we think we've found something that, that works. And, you know, there's a, a lot of clients on the system now, thankfully. So over those years, have you had any major or minor pivots in the business model? You know, what have you learned as the CEO and uh, what have you done about it? Yeah, you know, it, the interesting thing is, is I wear a lot of hats and they change on the day that that's in front of me, right? So I'm sometimes, you know, the salesman, sometimes I'm the vendor manager, uh, you know, the document coder, customer support, right? It just depends on what the need is that day. Um, and so the, those hats all require a progression of skill, right? Uh, and particularly when they come to the, the technology side of what we're doing, you know, um, I know that that APIs are important. I still don't know what the words API mean. <laughs> so, you know, there's a, there's a learning curve uh, that's essential in all of this. And, and I try to be a student. How much time do you spend as the CEO of Lightning Docs versus being the attorney for the firm? You know, it's a great question. Um, I don't know, candidly. I, I, I think the a lot of my role is project management, right? We're constantly developing in what we're doing. And so you need everyone united in that development. I think that's that's the most analogous hat is, is yes, CEO, I need to understand where this company is going to be in five years and understand the, and, and maintain the balance sheet and, and all of those sorts of things, right? All, all of that makes sense. But at the end of the day, it's really managing progress in the short term. And, and like I said, it's primarily wearing a, a project manager hat is I think where I find most of my time. So let's talk about Lightning Docs. Uh, help our audience understand, Nima, uh, who do you serve? What problems are you solving? And why do the clients who have chosen you choose Lightning Docs over either another alternative or a competitor or something else? Right, great question. So the biggest component is that we are a very niched law firm and this is a very niche product so uh, rick when you bought your house um, chances are that the loan documents that were used are what are known as the fannie mae or the freddie mac uh, standard 
uh, loan templates. So there's there's a, a deed of, you know, we're here in California that we use a deed of trust. That deed of trust that you use was prescribed by one of the agencies, the, the federal agencies which govern mortgages. And so there's a standard in place. I'm not there. So where we are at is we are in industry. So the, our clients make, instead of the, these primary residence loans, if you wanted to, let's say, fix and flip a property, or if you wanted to buy a rental property, but you're buying an investment piece of real estate, that's the type of loans that our clients provide. And there's not a lot of law firms that focus on investment real estate. And so for us, and particularly when you're thinking about a single family residence, so a lot of our clients are going to go buy an air, you know, the, 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 if you're going to go buy an Airbnb or you're going to buy some sort of investment asset, you want a loan against that. My client's going to provide that loan. And if you want that sort of loan, there's, there's a huge variety of options. Many of them are not banks. And I think that's the, the interesting thing about this industry is it's usually what are known as these private lenders. Mm -hmm. And so we represent these private lenders and that's our core niche. And we can do this on a national basis. And so it makes us the largest law firm that just fixes fixates on this space. And so Lightning Docs as a system is really only designed for these investment purpose loans and can be used by anyone in the country to make a loan secured by property anywhere in the country. And so it's a very, very important product for that very, very small niche. So can I follow up? Please. So I better understand. So are these is Lightning Docs in lieu of hiring your law firm and adjunct to it? Does it streamline some process? To explain Great question. To how people would select using Lightning Docs. Yeah, you know, it, I'll, if I can give a, a long-winded answer to this, one. please. So, give time. Um, I, there's a book that I read about four or five years ago called Tomorrow's Lawyers, and in and in the book it talks about what is the role of the lawyer of the future. And there's basically three things left for lawyers from the book's perspective, which was strategy, tactics, and negotiation. And that was it. They thought everything else was either going to be outsourced, was going mm -hmm. to be automated, right? But technology was going to primarily take the role of everything else. So when you think about a lawyer's role in writing loan documents, there are, there's a multiple step process. Right, you're you're reviewing the information the client provides to you and saying, you know, Rick told me that the property address is one two three street address, and I'm going to go look on, you know, look up that property profile and says, yeah, I agree, it's it's this property address, and it looks like, you know, it says here that there's a four bedroom property, and it, I'm confirming it's four bedroom property, and it says that Rick owns it, and I'm confirming Rick owns it, so I'm doing some due diligence on the transaction, right? It requires some skill. You probably don't need a lawyer to do that, but it requires some underwriting skill to understand, and I can validate all the information you provided to me. The next step is I need to put that information into some kind of system, right, to generate documents. So uh, I've, there's got to be some kind of questionnaire or some piece of software to take this information in. Definitely don't need an attorney and definitely don't need a law firm or even really any skill. You just need to place information into this thing. Then you need a piece of software that can generate the, the documents, and then you need to send them off to get closed. So all we really did was we thought about what are the things that you need a lawyer for that require technical skills? What are the things that you don't? And if we can take that piece out, instead of saying, here's a flat fee. So as a law firm, we'd probably charge anywhere between about $1,000 to $2,000 for loans. But if I can take a very small segment, which is, do you just want the docs? That's all we're going to give you. There's no back, legal background that's going to occur, but you just need the documents. 
can I give that to you? And can I take that portion of the legal services out and provide it to you? And the closest analogy that's probably tangible for people, you know, it's a, uh, it's a uh, legal zoom, but for loan documents, mm. right? It's a DIY approach to a very legally intense process. But if you write the logic really well, and if you write the code really well, you can get attorney grade product without the attorney. So therein lies the next question, which is how hard was it and does it continue to be to develop attorney grade documents using the platform that you guys are putting into the marketplace? How much backend work, Nima, has there been and does there continue to be to ensure that your your documents carry the day? So, you know, that's the thing that keeps me employed, right? The, the <laughs> nice thing about what we're doing is it's very hard to do. Um, and requires a significant amount of expertise. And so I'm not that worried about Rick coming into my business and <laughs> trying to compete with me because you need to understand 50 states worth of laws and you need to have right. a, a background of real estate finance. You need to be able to, to take all that information and place it into document coding. So it's a very intensive process, but the nice thing about software is you build it once, right? And you continue to refine it and make it better and better. But at the end of the day is, is my job is maintaining the stability of a platform now. And that's really the job versus trying to create something because we've spent years developing our loan documents and now we're able to, to reuse them to a great degree, which has been great. So that is great. I'm just wondering what's the business model? Do people pay a subscription? Is it a single use? How, how, how have you structured the front end of the business for your firm? Yeah, so the way that it works is that we charge on a per document fee basis. So whenever people want to, so on a per loan basis, is probably a better way to understand it, is that every time a person does a loan, they're charged a fee for, for the loan. It, it varies between about $200 to $500 per loan um, based on, on the volume of, of the client uh, in any given month. And, uh, and it works really well in, in this industry specifically because as you know, when you buy your house, if you probably recalled, you paid for a doc fee, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the same thing that's happening in these investment purpose loans. And it's actually working out for the clients because they can do one of two things. They can either mark up that doc fee, right? And say, hey, we're going to charge you $1,000 as a doc fee. We're going to get to keep the $500 for ourselves. And then we'll have to give Lightning Docs their $500. Or they'll say, I can be ultra competitive and just pass this doc fee off uh, directly and do no markup on it. And so... But, but there's no hesitation because the borrowers who are signing this are expecting to pay this, right? So, mm. so we're a cost of doing business no matter what. Everyone needs documents. And so the business is, is, is not a, I'm not trying to convince someone that they have to pay for documents, if that makes sense. Right. Because this is a business to business yes. really product. It's not a B2C because you're dealing with professional investors who are buying properties, etc. That's right. That's right. So how do you get the... All important question for early stage companies. How do you get people, even in a tighter niche like you're in, to be aware that this is an option for them? What have you been doing on the marketing and, and front end of the business side? Yeah, you know, the initially we were really quiet about it, actually. We were trying to um, not tell people about this. And, and mm. there was a legitimate fear about, well, if this thing does really well, does that mean our law firm ceases to exist? <laughs> Right? Because are we just right. are we automating ourselves out of a job? I actually wrote an article on this called "The Robots Are Coming for Your Job." Right? Because okay. I was worried for myself. Like, is that what we're doing? Are we all basically writing? Are, am I writing all future lawyers out of a job? 
Um, that thesis is over time has proved to, there are two types of people in the world, Rick. There are people who are okay with DIY legal and there are people who are not okay with DIY legal, right? Um, and it makes sense. There are, you know, some people will go and they're gonna form their corporation and they'll go use LegalZoom. Some people will go hire a law firm to create their corporation because it makes them feel warm and fuzzy, right? And that same thing happens in loan documents is, is our clients will continue to use our, our law firm because they find value in it, or they'll go use um, Lightning Docs because they are fine with the DIY approach. And so now that we've known that, that we can coexist in this world, that's given us the peace of mind to really go out there and market. So, so it really actually wasn't until this last year in which we started doing email blasts and being on LinkedIn and having its own social media handle and all of the, you know, uh, really making a brand out of it separate and apart from the law firm. Uh, it was it was really just a side project that 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 was purely word of mouth until you know probably six months ago, and and that's where in my experience being in a tightly defined niche where you already have a good presence is an advantage for an early stage entrepreneurial venture because you can probably more efficiently and effectively do that outreach knowing kind of the buying universe is well prescribed and described. That's exactly right. You know the the, the because we are a niche law firm and our law firm, I think has a lot of credibility in this space. Um, this product is, is, you know, we, we, when we describe lightning docs, we usually describe it as it's lightning docs powered by Jirasi, right. Mm. To really make sure that people understand that it's backed by this law firm. So it's not just, there isn't some new software product that creates loan documents that we hope you all trust, right. right. <laughs> but instead it's the law firm that you've always trusted. Now you can use their loan documents without having to pay their legal fees. So uh, one more question, because I'm just curious about the name. And I know how law firms tend to operate with, you know, varied opinions. How, how was how was the process to come up with the name Lightning Docs? And what, what what's behind the name Lightning Docs? So um, <laughs> this is actually kind of a fun story. Um, we knew we needed a website because it's hosted on its own website and it's all, you know, a, a cloud based system. Uh, and I had an employee at the time and he was just he kind of, you know, he's like, what website, you know, what web address do you want to do? I'm like, I don't care. Just whatever, <laughs> just get, get this thing done. And so that was lightning docs. And then, you know, two years into it, we're like, Hey, we should like probably make something more, you know, sticky and figure this out. And also I, here's another issue is the word lightning is impossible for people to spell. We get lightning, yes, uh, you yes. know, light, right. L-I-T-E, like every derivative you can imagine more often than not people are misspelling it rather than spelling it correctly and so we had this whole brainstorming meeting with with uh, our marketing team saying well let's go through all of these derivatives of, of domains that are available in the whole thing and uh and the closest one for, especially for young people which will enjoy us is we had asap docky which is a play on uh, a popular rapper named asap brocky mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that never made it anywhere <laughs> yeah i could see that <laughs> but, um, but you know, the, the, I, I like lightning docs is it really represents, I think what is novel, which is that you can get attorney prepared documentation instantaneously. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that it's so even, the, and I've tried, like, maybe we create some kind of shortcut, we will, we, you know, we'll create some weird, like it's ABCDE docs or something that people can easily remember as the web address that then sends them to lightning docs. Um, but, uh, but the brand sticking, even if the name, um, we'll never get spelled correctly. <laughs> right. So let's let's talk about you as an entrepreneur. Where are you going to access other entrepreneurs who have experiences and insights 
that you're using to help you kind of stay ahead of the competition and as well as grow Lightning Docs? Yeah, there's really two places. So, so one is our organization has been heavily involved in Entrepreneurs Organization, which is a great entrepreneur organization for those that are unaware of it. Um, it's great because you're placed amongst other entrepreneurs and uh, in different industries. And you are there just to share the deep, your deepest, darkest secrets. And, and there's no potential, you're not there to solicit one another. It's it's not like a, a, a provisors or something like that. It's not a networking group. It's very much a learning group. And so that's been instrumental, particularly related to management, you know, PL management, all like all of the, the business operational stuff. That's very helpful. My other thing is that that because this is so so I'm in a niche industry uh, and I try to be very, very friendly and close with even my competitors. Um, because even though they're they may be competitors of ours, you know, they may be other law firms, other software providers, whatever it is, people tend to be niche themselves anyways. And so I don't mm. find that we have a lot of very direct competition uh, in terms of, of the areas in which we excel at. Uh, and vice versa, they excel in different areas. And so uh, a lot of it's trying to, to um, maintain strong friendships with them and ask them those sorts of questions as well. I've, I've learned a lot from my competitors um, and just the way that they think about uh, some of the more challenging issues. Um, and so, um, but right now, you know, I've got the, the quintessential void, which is I'm still a beginner student in technology. And I think that's the, you know, if, there, if there's a, the books that I read right now, are you know mostly you know uh, technology stacks for dummies kind of books where I'm just trying to understand you know maybe the next time I talk to you Rick I'll know what an API is. <laughs> well, you have time. So let's talk about the future then, Nemo. Where where do you see the, what's the vision that you have for Lightning Docs? So we talked earlier in the call about you know when you bought your house there was these prescribed loan documents those Fannie Mae Freddie Mac loan documents. You know, in my industry, that doesn't exist because there's fragmentation. You know, effectively, it's keeping a lot of law firms in business due to this fragmentation, that there is no standard in place for investment loans. But it doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a standard for investment loans. It would actually be much better for the mortgage industry if there was, because everyone would kind of agree upon what is the set standard. Um, and it is used ubiquitously. And that means that if you wanted to sell these loans to the secondary market and you'd have a whole capital market system that's really well right. oiled because of it. That's why Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac exist in the first place. So, so um, my goal is basically to be that standard for this industry, right? Is to be a, a very price competitive model with very strong legal language that everyone can rely upon and says, you know, we trust this set of documents um, and to become the industry standard for investment purpose loans. You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, straight from the CEO's mouth. Well, we, we will have you back, Nima, when you've achieved such a um, amazing distinction. I'd like to ask you if someone would like to connect with you on LinkedIn or learn more about Lightning Docs, where do you direct them? I appreciate that. So uh, Lightning Docs is a website, so lightningdocs.com. Uh, you know, you may misspell it two to three times on your way there, but... <laughs> But uh, that we've got the website there, um, uh, jirasilawfirm.com, which is uh, G-E-R-A-C-I lawfirm.com, will also get you to Lightning Docs as well. You'll see my, my uh, profile there on the firm's website. Um, and then I'm also on LinkedIn a lot. I, I try to, particularly for those, anyone that, that's listening, particularly that's related to investment real estate, 
Um, we do a lot of, of very, very good content related to investment real estate. So we'll talk about, you know, current rates and terms that you can expect um, because, you know, unlike uh, a conventional loan market, it's pretty opaque about what are the current offering rates. If you wanted to fix and flip a property or if you wanted to buy a rental property, what sort of financing can you expect? Uh, and we provide that sort of information because we're, you know, now due to our sizes, we have a pretty good understanding of what the market is doing as a whole. Mm. Uh, and so um, you can definitely find me on LinkedIn and that's where, where I'm definitely the most active. And obviously just, just my name there on LinkedIn. Well, I've enjoyed the time we've spent together. Nima, thank you for giving your time to my audience today. Thank you, Rick. I, I really appreciate you and your time today as well. And I'd like to thank the audience. You've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. Nima's episode was episode number 1,395 in our catalog. Wow. If, if you're an Orange County entrepreneur and you'd like to tell your story, then connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. That happens to be my website as well, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.